Walking outside is a healthy thing to do, but most of the time, 90% of the time, we spend indoors. And are you aware that according to the EPA, the indoor air that we breathe is two to five times more polluted than this outdoor air? My sponsor, Air Doctor, has the solution. And by the way, they're offering you up to $300 off. I'll give you some details in just a moment. Air Doctor filters out 99.99%. That's almost perfect. Things in the air that can cause problems like allergens, pollen, pet dander, dust mites, mold spores, even bacteria and viruses that could make you sick. Here's the thing. Air Doctor comes with a 30-day breathe-easy money-back guarantee, so if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. Head to airdoctorpro.com, use the promo code WALKING to receive up to $300 off air purifiers. And exclusive to podcast customers, you'll also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock this special offer by going to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-O.com and use the promo code WALKING. When you're out walking, it's important to stay hydrated. And it's important to have water that is healthy, water that you actually want to drink. And can I tell you how much I love my Aqua True water? It's amazing. By the way, in just a moment, I'm going to tell you how to save 20% off at AquaTrue.com. Are you aware of the research by the Environmental Working Group that indicates virtually every home in America has harmful contaminants in tap water? Well, the AquaTrue purifiers are able to remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters, and they're specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. My sponsor, AquaTrue, comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and today you'll get 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to AquaTrue.com, that's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com, Enter the code WALKING at checkout. 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use promo code W-A-L-K-I-N-G. Hi, friends. I'm coming to you from my basement right now, walking through my basement, walking around my basement. A couple of reasons why I'm doing that. One, my Fitbit goal today, as it is every day, is 20,000 steps, so this certainly helps. But even more importantly, I'm feeling grateful, incredibly grateful as I walk through our basement. And I'll be telling you why in this week's podcast in just a moment. Hi, this is Dave, and welcome to Walking is Fitness, a podcast designed to help you transform your life by walking more and walking more intentionally. Have you ever felt regret? That's a bit of a rhetorical question. Of course, we've all felt regret. And I don't know too many people who enjoy that feeling. I know I don't. Hate it. Hate feeling regret. But this week, we're going to talk about how you can turn regret, that feeling of regret, into something much more positive for your health. It actually can be transforming. And at the end of this week's podcast, 
I have a free guide that will help you, talk about transform, will help you transform your everyday walking into something so much more. Thanks for listening. Let's get to it. I'm grateful every time I walk through our basement, and I mean every single time. The basement has a family room, two bedrooms, and a fairly large back area that's great for storage. There was a time when the family room was nice and the basement felt spacious, but that was a long time ago. A family of eight can do a number on a house, and I struggled with the motivation to maintain it all. In the last decade or so, if I did any work on the basement, it was always left unfinished once I reached good enough. The basement became an easy place to store things like unused furniture, tools, and house renovation material that might be needed later. It also became a repository for a significant amount of family heirlooms after my grandfather died. And none of it, none of it was organized. We're currently in the home stretch of getting our house ready to sell. The most overwhelming part of this process, as you can guess, is the basement. It had to be decluttered and all the deferred maintenance tackled, and then the entire space had to be renovated. Today, the basement, it actually looks great. The family room is a space that I know the next owners will truly enjoy. The two bedrooms in the basement are nice, and one of those also includes a a bonus room that can be used as a connected office. And the back part of the basement, once again, wide open and almost empty. I've known for a long time that we would be selling our house. My intention was to make 2020 the year I needed to get the house ready. I knew when the year started, it would not be fun. And that was before the pandemic hit. So here's why I'm grateful today, every time I walk through the basement. Early in 2019, a full year before I planned to get the house ready, I started work on the basement. Every day, I decluttered just a bit. After months of consistent effort, I could finally see progress. And a year later, the remaining work in the basement did not feel overwhelming as I dove in to getting the house ready. The 2019 version of me gave the 2020 version of me a gift. I decided to make life a little harder in 2019, which made life a little easier in 2020. And this has been a growing theme for me. What can I do today that will make life better for the future me? This perspective had a big impact again last weekend. I had a significant painting project on Saturday that I was not looking forward to at all. But I had a little bit of time on Friday. And even though I was really tired, I did some of the painting. And I did it because I knew it would make life a little better the next day. And it really did. The Saturday me was very grateful to the Friday me. Obviously, the concept of decisions and actions today having an impact on the future, that's not an original thought. But I suspect our focus is usually more backwards oriented than facing forward. In other words, we feel the impact today of our past actions, which often can lead to regret. I turned 60 this year. Retirement is starting to feel real now. 
So are some of the poor decisions I made years ago regarding our money. I wish I had made different decisions then, and I feel regret today that I didn't make those decisions. And you know what? Regret sucks. Except when it doesn't. Here's how. Regrets that I feel about past decisions compel me to make decisions today that make life better for the future me. This includes relationships, money, and my health. Let me repeat that. The regrets that I feel about past decisions and actions actually motivate me today to make decisions and actions that won't lead to regret in the future. If it didn't feel so personal, I would be fascinated with how the aging process impacts the human body. Our arteries stiffen as we get older, requiring the heart to work harder. We lose about 10% of our aerobic capacity every decade after we turn 30. Our bones weaken and our muscles lose strength, endurance, and flexibility. Aging also impacts our brain, our vision, our skin, and so much else. There's a section in the last chapter of Ecclesiastes in the Bible where the writer, believed to be King Solomon, poetically describes the aging process. He starts by imploring us to remember our Creator in the days of our youth before the days of trouble come. He then describes what happens to our bodies when those days of trouble are here. It's really not a happy part of the Bible, but it's also a real reminder of what's coming. And while not one of us can escape the aging process, should we live a long life, it is possible to improve the quality of our later years by taking action today. A growing body of research bears this out. For example, the director of the Cardiovascular Research Center says there have been studies indicating people in their 80s who do between 20 and 45 minutes of cardio exercise every day they have an aerobic capacity of someone, get this, 30 years younger. And then there's the Dallas bed rest study. This one involved men at age 50. These men were largely leading sedentary lives. They were put on a moderate level exercise regimen for six months. Now, here's the thing. These same men were part of a more intense study when they were 20 years old. So researchers had all their baseline data from 30 years earlier. After six months of consistent exercise, all the men, who again are now 50, all these men had the cardio capacity of when they were 20. And then there's this. Research from the University of Cambridge showed that people between the ages of 40 and 80 who increased their physical activity to 150 minutes a week were 24% less likely to die during the study period than those who did no physical activity. So even if you feel regret because you are physically inactive or not as active as you could be, it's truly not too late to make life better for the future you. And you can use that regret to motivate you to take action now. I didn't start taking my health and fitness seriously until I was in my late 40s. While I regret the money decisions my younger self made, I'm grateful for the investments I made in my health. And I'm already reaping those benefits now at age 60, and I want to keep paying this forward to my future self. I've previously written about Jessica Slaughter, who was in her 70s when she started making investments in her future health. She was overweight and pre-diabetic. 
She started walking 3,000 steps a day in her tiny little apartment from the kitchen to a bedroom and back, back and forth, back and forth, 3,000 steps. She also changed her diet. Jessica is now in her 80s and reaping the benefits she took in her 70s. I've also told the story of Arthur Borman, who was overweight and barely able to walk because of injuries sustained jumping out of airplanes while he was in the military. He was told he was beyond help, that nobody could do anything for him, and this would be his condition for the rest of his life. But Arthur found a yoga teacher who believed otherwise. Today, Arthur is lean and not only can walk without difficulty, he can run without difficulty. Imagine how grateful he is to his younger self who never gave up. My wife's grandfather was in his 60s when I met him for the first time. Pappy was overweight and in poor health. Two years later, his wife, Ava's grandmother, died suddenly. The family was pretty convinced that Pappy would not last long given his own health. And I don't know exactly how he did it, but Pappy surprised everybody. He lost weight and he got active. He loved dancing and he did it a lot. We were all happily stunned by the transformation. And 12 years later, we were saddened when Pappy died on Christmas night while heading home after a day filled with family and friends. He didn't feel well as he was driving home. He pulled over moments before suffering a fatal heart attack. That was a hard phone call to get. At his funeral a few days later, we heard story after story from people we didn't know about the impact and kindnesses Pappy had showed them. Did Pappy's decision to take his health seriously while he was in his 60s help him live longer, well into his 70s? I have no idea, but I do know it allowed him to live better. I also know the longer we wait to get active, the harder it is. And for many, this alone prevents them from doing anything. It's so much easier to sit than to get up and move. But the good news is it's never too late to do something today that will make life better for the future you. Even if you feel regret listening to this about past decisions that are impacting you today, use those regrets to motivate you to change your decisions and to change your actions. I want to recommend trying the 30-day walking challenge. If you're currently inactive, this challenge will help you get started in a small way. And the goal for you is to begin to develop a fitness habit. That's what needs to happen first. That'll lead to fitness momentum and then eventually fitness transformation. If you already have some fitness momentum, the 30-Day Walking Challenge has two additional levels to help you supersize what you're already doing. The 30-Day Walking Challenge, it's free just go to the podcast show notes page for a link, and it'll take you right there. Thanks for listening. Hope you'll join us again next week. I also hope if you enjoy this podcast, you'll consider subscribing. That way you'll get each episode the moment it's published. And if you'll be so kind to leave a rating and a review, that'll help me improve the podcast, and that'll help other people discover the podcast as well, which could lead them to a fitness transformation too. Thanks for listening. I hope we can connect again next week.